0: hello and welcome to the fdt tv podcast i got it right in that's a good start that's a good start yes, <laughs> um yeah welcome along to the third installment of the world cup episodes um my name is mike and i am joined by the i was gonna say ever so lovely but yeah you're just all right a geezer um in yeah. how are you doing
1: i'm all right thank you i'm all right. I'm a bit tired a bit tired from from the amount of football that I'm having to watch but yeah it's all good football life is just
0: knackering at the moment I completely sympathize with you Uh, I've got an extremely busy week coming up extremely busy last couple of weeks we've had problems with the house but they are finally being sorted and I can hopefully start to relax and have a bit of a line on Friday um, which I'm very much looking forward to but I doubt it Um, right, so obviously we are in the midst of a. Work. I didn't hear what you said. By the way, you cut out. I said I'll, I'll ring you at
1: six in the morning. Oh, please
0: do, please. Do. I'll, I will be hanging. Um, but yeah, no, do it, do it, man. Um, yes, so obviously we are in the midst of the uh, the World Cup at the moment. Obviously, we've um, you've just mentioned you've been watching a lot of football. How are you finding the World Cup at the moment? Yeah.
1: All right. All right. there's right, there's been some real boring games uh, uh, of the sense of it seems like no one wants to take a risk and lose. Hmm. But we have had interesting ties as well. I think today is probably the highest scoring day of the World Cup so far, um, which is good. Uh, hopefully people start to take a bit more risk and we start to see more competitive and games full of goals rather than... Low scoring games. Yeah, I think I think the thing that's
0: um, kind of made me or piqued my interest in this is that it seems that anyone can get a result against anyone at the moment. I've I've know we've mm-hmm. some of the or we've seen some of the minnows pulling some shock results out. Obviously, Argentina losing their their first game against uh, Saudi Arabia. Uh, Germany not doing so great. Obviously, got the uh, the vital draw for them um, at the late back end of last week um England yep. um up, in fact i'll I'll come back on that one in a minute because um i I think I owe you an apology of of something and I'll explain more in a second um but yeah so uh, obviously Ghana today winning three two um the the lowest ranked team within the the world Cup at the moment again pulling out a bit of a, a shock result um so I'm, i th- I think that's why I'm enjoying it at the moment is because it has thrown up some unexpected results you look at some of these teams and you think oh yeah that's going to be an easy win that's going to be an easy win and hasn't um hasn't come to fruition now i just going back to the england game so my apology is thus after the first game i've got a little bit excited i'm not gonna lie um i think I, i said it on the podcast last week that it was very nice to see us playing some attacking football now, when we named the uh, the podcast last week to "It's Not Coming Home," I've got to be honest. There was a bit in me. I was like, "You pessimistic little bastard." <laughs> um, and then after the game against the USA, um, I've got to say it's it's proving to be a bit of a bogey fixture for for us anyway. But I was like, "Yeah, no, it's definitely not coming home." <laughs> So, so my apology is, I didn't actually say this to your face, um, but I owe you an apology for um, for not not trusting you when it, you're saying it's not coming home. Um, but I, I tell you what, if we play like that against um, Wales tomorrow, we we if are in we trouble.
1: Get... Yeah, I know. I said for for AJ, be saying we're going at the group stage. It's not an impossibility yet. Mm-hmm. And Wales have got nothing to play for apart from to embarrass us. So they need a big win. Yes. Um, and Southgate's been... So. Yeah, I th- I think with the
0: the the two central defenders, so um, John Stones and Harry Maguire. I know Harry Maguire's a player who has come under a lot of a scrutiny over the last few weeks obviously coming um up to the world cup not getting enough game time has been useless for his club um but if i can just say for me um had a man of the match performance against the usa i thought it was absolutely brilliant um your face is going to uh-huh. tell me otherwise
1: I, I just there's a lot of people saying this he did basic things he put his fridge head on the ball several <laughs> times that was didn't do anything special. Didn't do anything else. If, if that was a man of the match performance, then bloody hell, we're in trouble. <laughs> but
0: I think. Do you know why? I think why why he stood out is because we weren't getting the basics right. You're right. It was when, upon reflection, of, of what you've just said, getting his big fridge head on it. Um, it it yep. was the basics. But I think that's something that he's been lacking in his uh in his club football for quite a while
1: now. Um and I think <laughs> that cast your mind back to what was it, the Euros and the previous World Cup where that's what he did really well. He got his head on the ball. And when he got the ball, he passed it out. Hmm. Simple pass, bang. He got a huge move to Manchester United for it. He was petitioned to be on the £50 note, um, and and he he did really well. Since then he started to do all this fancy stuff and trying to take on players. Just do the simple things well that got you to where you are. That's why you got to where you were. Mm. Stop trying to about out of it. If he continues in that vein and gets his head on the ball well and does that simple pass out, he'll probably get it back in the Manchester United squad. Yeah. But it's whether he can continue to do that, or whether he tries, oh, I've got a little bit of confidence now, I'm going to try and take on a man and, and get done and, and the ball taken off me. Mm. But yeah, it's it a hard, hard match to pick a man in a match, I think, because... Yes. I think we were the worst team, but um, I, I would have given it to to Puzulic from Chelsea. Mm-hmm. Um, break us down completely, but I think he he created the most chances. Um, yeah, but yeah,
0: I th- and if either team was looking like scoring, it was definitely um, oh, the USA. One hundred percent. It was a shocking display, and I think a smack back to reality for for quite a number of people. Obviously, getting on. The um, the years coming home train after the first game, and I, again I don't want to do um Iran a disservice because they're they're twentieth in in the world rankings at the moment. They're not a bad team, and I, I, like I said, I think they were on um, on a bit of a, an unbeaten streak before coming into the World Cup. And the fact that we steamrolled them, um, I think, is a fair assessment. It was. I think, why a lot of people were getting a little bit excited about the prospect of it coming home. And I think we've just got to get... Do you know what it was? From watching that game, there were no options. No options whatsoever. There were times I see Harry Kane right at the the back in defence, playing in the midfield. I know he hasn't got the pace of um, what he once had, obviously. He's getting a little bit older now. I know he's still only 29, but he's definitely lost the pace he's had. Um, still got a fantastic football in brain, but you, we ain't going to score goals with him mopping up at the back. We're not going to score goals with him mopping in defence. I think Saka was marked out of the game completely, the same with Sterling. Um, but some of the yep. substitutions that were made as well, that game was crying out for Callum Wilson, I think, personally, um, because he's a player yep. who's not afraid to run at, the, um, run at their defence. Um, it's... I, d- I don't understand I'm not, I'm not sure if it was <coughs> something a little bit more political it's like don't beat us we won't beat you everyone comes away happy <laughs> do you know what i mean like don't embarrass us or whatever um and everything will be a little bit sweet because and that's exactly what i said to him after the game finished like i wouldn't be surprised if there's some politics behind behind that result but it was just abysmal
1: do you know what? Look, looking at the two games we've played so far, um, I think Iran got their tactics slightly wrong. When you look at the US, they marked Saka, they marked Sterling, and they didn't mark Harry Kane. They let him They let him go deep and didn't track players with him, where Iran was so concerned that if, it, if he gets the ball, he might score. Hmm. They man-marked, which left the holes for the other players to run into. Um, and even then, they still scored two. It wasn't like it was a, a clean run. Mm. Um, just a, a, a case of they they had a big hole in the back. Yeah, and yeah, the, the their US were to a their
0: keeper as well.
1: Yeah, and so the 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 um, the Americans were a bit more astute. They they do have a little bit more about them. I know they're not a, a footballing country, and they call it soccer. But when you look at some of the talent they do have, most most of their most of their team, um, the minimum they're playing in is the championship, which is not a bad league. But their big players are playing for Juventus uh, and Chelsea, and you know there's a there's a few players within that, Borussia Dortmund, few players within that team who are superstars, and they're they're still only young. Hmm. Um, and, I, and I think if I'm honest with you, uh, we were lucky to come away with that with a point. Yeah, I really do think
0: that. I do. I but, completely agree. That we say
1: it will be on Wales well to knock us out. Yes.
0: Yeah. And I think again, after that, that performance, looking at how negative we were, it wouldn't surprise me if, because because we know we can't not so not so much that we can't lose this game because as as you said, if it's like a one or two nil and we lose the game, it's not the end of the world. But um, you yeah. just don't want to be in that position where you set yourself up so defensively. You've got your defensive mindset in and don't make any chances because that's that's at the point that you're going to get caught out. Um, moving, uh, moving on to another team, which I think has surprised um, quite a few for me is Germany. <coughs> Absolutely abysmal first game. Uh, granted, we did see them battling back against uh, Spain uh, at the weekend. Um, but still a team, historically, have been absolutely fantastic in the World Cup. Granted, not so much in um, in the last few years. But um, f- for me, just it just seemed to be a shadow of the former self. Now, looking at some of the names within that team, I'm not sure yep. if it's kind of like a an ego trip, kind of like a, a golden generations for, for England, but in the Germany where there's no cohesion or there's too much expected of them that they feel pressured into playing the way that they do. Um, again, yeah. they did battle very hard right until the end against Spain. And a, again, it was a game where if, if Spain won that one, Germany would have been eliminated after that particular fixture, but obviously they got a point against them and kept their World Cup dreams alive. Um, but yep. from, from what you've seen, I mean, what, what do you think Germany's chances are of
1: qualifying? I I think they will beat Costa Rica. And I think, well, here's the thing, but it all depends on the Spain, Japan. Cause if that's a draw, it doesn't, doesn't necessarily matter. I don't think mm-hmm. um, it just shows a whole difference. Um, but I don't think Spain will be because, say, as I say, Spain will be going through regardless, um, unless they lose Japan and Costa Rica beat Germany. So, in, like, I think Spain will be playing for the draw. I don't mm-hmm. think they'll they'll necessarily be expansive uh, and trying to score loads. Um, but with with Germany, it's one of those that when you look at the team that they've got, they don't have in what they they've got one striker possibly you could say two um one's 17 years old mikoko, mikuku mikoko i don't know how he pronounce his name uh plays for dortmund mm-hmm. and the other is kadim who who is sort of a right winger and striker but they're not on on paper they are a good squad but then as as you said they they look more individual than they do team Mm. and the world cup is a team game if whoever the best team is wins you might have as we've seen with argentina one of the best players in the world he can't he can't pull them to the final every year Mm. um i just i I just feel like because they haven't got Joachim low anymore they've got some other geezer who's the manager and i just feel like they've lost their spark a little bit Mm. does that make I mean, Spain, Germany, what, five years ago, six years ago? Well, I don't know, World Cups, but you know what I mean? That was a final. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It wasn't a group stage game. Um, but I I, I feel like, as always, they will grow into a tournament. Um, they've got the players there to to win it, mm-hmm. um, I would say. They've got a, a, hell, a hell of a lot of experience within that team as well. It's whether they can turn it on. 'Cause I say they don't have an out and out striker. They've got Thomas Muller who's playing, who is phenomenal and I like him, and he's the sort of guy I'd like to go for a pint with. But he doesn't instill me with, Oh yeah, that's you that's you. The man you want up front yeah, yeah. To, to win your World Cup. Um but yeah, so I think they will grow into the tournament. I, I do think they will qualify having beaten Germany, and I think Spain will beat Japan. Because, say, Japan need to win to guarantee um, qualification. Yep. So uh, they're going to go for it and then get caught on a counter or something. Uh, but I do think Germany will go through and they will slowly grow into the tournament. Okay. Um, just, I, I do I, have another... Sorry, go on. Well, that I've, I've, I was going to say, uh, another thing I'd like to mention that sort of imploded in Belgium. Mm-hmm and Kevin De Bruyne um, is sort of blaming the fact that they've got Vertonghen and adler uh at the back, who are both well past it, and they were well past it at the last World Cup. Um, and he said, well, they, we're too old to win. What do you expect? Like, we, we haven't got the players to compete. Again, on paper, phenomenal squad, but all very old now. Kevin De Bruyne is 31, like, and you go, well, it's not old, old for a footballer, but it's definitely past their best. Yeah, yeah. It's not five years, is it?
0: Yeah, for uh, for those so, of you that don't know, I think it was a 2-0 loss yesterday against Morocco, wasn't it? Yeah, when... Yeah. when uh... well,
1: Sorry, go on. Morocco have surprised me. When you go, oh, Morocco, you go, well, <sighs> all right, yeah. What's the big fuss? But when you look at the, 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 the players that play for Morocco, that I didn't realise, they've got a phenomenal team. Maybe not in in terms of depth, but certainly that first that first team, uh, the series Zayich, um, uh I mean, for Gerd plays West Ham. Hakimi, they've got some some real sort of well known, well like world class players in their in their squad. Mm-hmm. But they're playing as a team. They want to win as a as a unit, don't they?
0: Yeah, I think it'll be interesting to see. Um... 'Cause I think another another team which is playing like a team is Brazil. I know they're only just about one today, but they could have could have scored more, scored some absolute belters in the first game. Um and a lot of people are tipping Brazil for or to lift the World Cup again this year. Um but again from from some of the results that we've seen, um it does it does strike me that this is, or this could be anybody's, um, anybody's tournament. If you, if you have, as you say, the cohesion and the the, the willingness to to play as a team, mm-hmm. you could, or you will go far in this tournament. Uh, which is yes, it's such. It seems like such an obvious thing to say, but again, I think we've seen it <coughs> from a first-hand perspective, obviously with our own. Uh, with their own national team, you could have the best players with it. Uh, uh, what I'm trying to say is, you could go out and say, "I'm going to pick this person, this person, this person, this person." It's all very well and good that statistically they may be the best players in those positions. However, if you've yep. got the egos and stuff that can clash, and I think that's one thing that Gareth Southgate can kind of be commended for. Is instilling that kind of team philosophy. So you put the England shirt on, and you, you are England. There's not, oh, I'm, yep. I play for Spurs, I play for Arsenal, I play for Man United, because I, I, th- I think this is one of the things that's uh, come out um, certainly over the last two tournaments. I think, and it's been spoke about more um, from from an England perspective is that you you go back to the golden generation, and you would have your your little clicks within. Uh, within the squads so, and then you'd have some people ca- like ca- casted outside, sitting on their own, eating dinner or whatever. Um, and I think it's such a shame because I think from one aspect, I think if, if Gareth Southgate was or did have the reins of an earlier generation, I know he was kind of still fairly young at, the, at that particular time, was either playing and or um, at the very start of his managerial career. But that philosophy, um, I think, could have... Done well uh, in earlier England squads, and I think we've we've definitely got the yeah. the um the talent within England within the England squad to go deep in the competition. Obviously, we have got to the semi-finals in the Euros. Uh, sorry, semi-finals in the last World Cup in Russia, and then we have got to the final at the Euros. Um, so we've definitely got the squad to do it. It's just we need to get out of this negative. Football that we see creeping back into the, to the game, nation's league football, um, I think is the uh, the best way to put it.
1: I think he is too stubborn, and I think he's a fa- he'd be a fantastic assistant manager bringing that that sort of um, squad together and and getting that sort of as you said that cohesion within the squad. But I think tactically, I think he's inept. I mean, cast your mate. I I, I don't want to rag on him too much, but this is a man that uh, Harry Kane on corners.
0: Hmm.
1: Do you know what I mean? Um, the, the game against USA, he bought Grealish on, he bought Rashford on, uh, and they ran Grealish ran at the US, and that was that was their most creative. You've got Foden who does can do the same thing. Um, haven't seen him yet. Uh. I mean we've got a number of Madison I know was was, was injured out or out with a knock. But just as you said, Cannon Wilson. Why why didn't he come on for Harry Kane? Hmm. Do you know what I mean? There's someone to, to run behind the lines, try and spread it a little bit, give your midfielders a little bit more room to work. Um but he's he's come out with a thing today because there's been lots of calls for Foden to start and, and, and maybe a bit of squad rotation. And he said, "Well, this is a World Cup. We we don't just rotate. We don't give out England caps for the sake of it." Hmm. Yeah, you like. Well, what does that say to the the, t- the players who haven't played? There's 15 players who haven't touched the pitch yet. And if I if I was one of them, and he went, "Oh, I want you to come on," I'd be like, "Nah, do you know what? Fuck you." Because I'm not I'm not having a charity appearance. Do you know what I mean? Hmm. Why did he bring on Jordan Henderson?
0: Yeah, I didn't I didn't get that. Go and,
1: go, go and attack the game.
0: I, th- I think but, that was the substitution that surprised me the most. Because, uh, again, mm-hmm. I know, um, obviously, after the first game, Jude Benningham, was, everyone was obviously singing his praises as to how well he played. But, again, he was another one of these players that was kind of marked out of the game, like two, three men on him yeah. at all times, the same as Saka. Um, Harry Kane couldn't string two passes together. Um, and if he did, that, was playing, I suppose, suicidal passes into... The likes of Saka, when he's already got people right up his ass, can't do anything with it, and then getting the arse ache with him when he's not getting the ball back or whatever. Um, that was that was one of the things that frustrated me from that. But I'll, I'll, it's it's definitely going to be an interesting game tomorrow. I'm I wouldn't necessarily say I was looking forward to it, but um, it would mm. be would be nice to get back to I winning ways.
1: When you look at, we should when you look at the Wales squad, we should walk tomorrow's game. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're, they are mediocre at best. Their um, their best players are past it, and they their squad players, as you'd call them, are not of the quality that you would expect. So I don't think they've done badly by getting to a World Cup, if I'm totally honest. I think mm-hmm. that's, that's the achievement for them, actually qualifying for the World Cup. Um, but that said... Given the opportunity, as within every sport, to beat if they beat us 4 0 and put us out, doesn't matter what happens after that. Hmm. Do you know what I mean? That's the motivation, is just to get one over on us. Yep. Doesn't doesn't matter if they get knocked out 15 0 in the next round. If they could do that for us for the next hundred years, it's yeah, but we beat you four nil at the World Cup. Yeah. Knocked you out. Um and, and that's the dangerous thing. That's the minimum. They're going to just come out and attack us. And I think with some of the speed that they do have, with the likes of Daniel James in their squad, that's what they're going to do. Go and make it a foot race. Hmm. Put things over the top. Just let let it go. Because once you... Harry Maguire, I'm going to go back to him, isn't the quickest. No. So I wouldn't play him in this game. Because if, I, if I'm the Wales manager, I say, put the ball over the top. Daniel James, run past him let him gather his arms all over you and go down every time. Cause eventually he will get sent off. Yep. Um And then all of a sudden, Oh, there's a lot more space on the pitch. Do you know what I mean? Um And I think that's the tactic they'll employ. Just make everything a foot race. We're quicker than England. We're not better on the ball, but we are quicker. Mm-hmm. And that's how you have to play it. And I think the, the fact that they will be up for it, because if they do beat us four 0, then, then they're through. I th- Again, it's unlikely, but I think they will get a couple of goals. I really do, hmm. and I think we may lose this game but. okay,
0: so on that basis, then I'm going to th- kind of throw good you on one. on the spot a little bit um It talks about potential squad rotation there, and yeah who who would you have as your starting lineup within this particular game
1: I would um, I would stick with Trippier on the right because I think he's been really good. I would have stoned in there still, but I would put Ben White with him. Mm-hmm. Um, a little bit more pacey about him. Um, on the left, to try, who, who else have we got that plays left back? I would properly put, and this this might sound strange, and I said it in the middle of the USA game, to compete with the pace, I would have put Saka at left back
0: mm-hmm.
1: because he can still get forward from that position. We've seen him be phenomenal with it, but actually, in terms of pace, he's not going to be beaten. Um, so I'd put him at left back I'd keep Declan Rice in that holding midfield role and what I did think from watching him in the USA game and the Iran game his job has been to shepherd Harry Maguire with John Stones and there is protection Hmm. and it's worked really well I would keep him there Bellingham I would say yes he's, he's done well Mason Mount for me hasn't done enough in the Iran game he was drawing players to him but in the USA game he didn't. He's not been clinical enough. Uh, I think that's partly due to the fact of the contract negotiations that seem to be ongoing within the World Cup
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, between him and GFC. So I'd take him out and put Foden in that that role. Yep. Creative sort of midfielder. And the reason I'd put him over Madison is if Madison's picked up an injury while he's out there. I don't want to be getting ten minutes into a game and having to change it. I'd rather go, right, come on for 15, 20 minutes at the end and see yep. see what you can do. Um I'd put Rashford out uh, or would I? I would put I would put Grealish out on the left. Just to say uh, again, from watching the two Wales games, defensively they've been they've been pulling people down, they've been clattering into people, go and draw the foul. So I'd put him on the left. I put Callum Wilson up top for that again. Catch him on the counter, the quick, uh, in behind, and I would put Rashford out on the right. And I know that's not Rashford's prefer preferred position, but for the same reason, catch him on the counter, get out that line quick. So I. That's left. And I would I, I would I would take Jordan Pick for that goal, and probably go for Nick Pope just for the shot stopping, because. Hmm. What it's going to be, I think they're going to be pot shots from all over. And all right, his distribution isn't as good as he runs out. Maybe his uh, ability to, to catch the ball and keep it isn't as good. But where you're getting blasted shots from 30 yards out and chipped in, I think as a shot stopper, he's our best shot stopper. So I'd put him in goal.
0: Okay. It's not too dissimilar to what I would go for. Um, but for, for me, I think the only two changes I would make would be mm-hmm. Rashford out on the left, Saka still out on the right, yeah. and keep Luke Shaw in, because um, I think he's he's done all right.
1: Um, I, I, I he's done I, terribly. I just I couldn't think who else we had to hmm. to replace him. All I'm thinking of is is uh, squad rotation really for the the, the fact of. Um, Here's the thing, Sky Sports is really up to date, isn't it? Because apparently Danny Rose is still in the squad. I in. <laughs> <laughs> uh I'm trying to look up who's in the fucking thing. Um, but yeah, so yeah, I I do concur with you. He hasn't he hasn't put a foot wrong. But just for the fact of if we if we do want to go deep into this, does he need a break? Hmm. Um, 'cause you got we haven't really got anyone else to go on the left. No, we haven't got anybody. You could put Cody out there, but I wouldn't recommend that Eric Dyer, no Carl Walker, but no wrong footed Trent no Ben white probably would be our best bet to go left back, but yeah no i, I think yeah keep keep sure <laughs> 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 he's gonna have to yeah he's gonna have to go to hole.
0: yes, yeah, um right, so moving swiftly on. Um, just touch quickly on Argentina. Uh, obviously after the, yes. the, the first game, um, there, well, again, another, another team that were favorites to win the tournament before, um, before the start of the tournament. And they, or there was some statistic or something that come out that If Messi reached the final, it would be his thousandth game or, or something. Um, that's obviously if they made the final, however, um, they lost the first game and um, they won their second game yesterday. 2-0, I think it was. Um, now, obviously, we touched on Germany uh, very briefly. What do you think Argentina's chances are of going, A, qualifying, and B, getting through to the latter stages of the, the group? Sorry, of, of the, oh, of the tournament.
1: I think they're going out. I do. I do think they're going out. Um, they've got to play Poland next, have they not? Yes. Which I, I don't think they will win. Uh, I will admit. I like some of the players who play for Argentina, um, but I, I just, I don't think they will win. I, I really don't. Um, I think that the reliance on Messi is unbelievable, and I Absolutely. think they, they're one of those teams if. They, if they took him out of the squad and said, right, let's play a team that, that needs to win, they would probably do better. Um, but it's that one-man band thing. Um, I think you have to to look at the Saudi result. And there's there's two things I want to make, or three things I want to mention about it. One, complete team performance by Saudi Arabia. That's why they won that game, plain and simple. Two, uh, one of the princes from Saudi Arabia bought everyone on the team a Rolls Royce ph- Phantom for winning, which you uh, know, fair enough. Uh, and three, I've been banging on about you have to clear out your man, yes, every time as a goalkeeper. And yes, he did with his knee, took out his man. All right, it was his own man. Sometimes you're gonna have to do that. The bloke, the bloke I've seen it, I've seen his scan. He broke his eye socket, his jaw, his nose, everything. Just smashed his fucking face in. Yeah, like. But then he got up and went. I've still got the ball. <laughs> I don't want to say like that is goalkeeping one hundred and one. He probably feels really bad for smashing his mate's face in, but they won the game, didn't they? Yeah. Is that not what it's all about? Yep. And yeah. No. I, I think. I think. Back to the back to the question, you asked. I think Argentina will get out.
0: <laughs> yeah, I've, to be honest, it's it's going to be a very tricky game. Obviously, we see um, Lewandowski get his first World Cup goal at uh, the weekend, and you could see the joy on his face. Obviously, once he he eventually scored, uh, it was a bit of a, a gimme, um, a suicidal back pass from from one of the defenders. He's uh, kind of latched onto it. And one-on-one with the keeper and slotted it away, did um, Lewandowski things. Um, again, I think it's going to be a tough game for Argentina. I really, really do. And the 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 other game in that group is Saudi Arabia versus Mexico. Now...
1: Yeah, and if they're in that and, and Argentina don't beat Poland, uh, Poland they're out. Mm. So they, they have if they get a draw, they could still No, they wouldn't. If they if they have a draw and Saudi Arabia win, they'd be out. Um if Me- Mexico would have to win by I think three 3-0, if it's a draw. for yeah, 3-0, and they would probably go through. Um so if, yeah, it's one of those they they've got to win, which then creates the pressure of throwing players forward, leaving spaces at the back, and if if 'Cause say left you mentioned the man the man Lewandowski plays differently for Poland than he does for his clubs because he's not got that creative freedom passing in balls all the time. But if if there's a man who gets one chance from inside the box, you don't want it to be him. Do you, no. do you know what I mean? <laughs> one ball over, that's on the end of, he's putting it in the net. I know mm. he missed I know he missed a penalty, but that's like that was unheard of. Like yeah. no one no one had money on, on him to miss that penalty. No. Um so yeah, for that reason. That's why I think it will be one ball over the top, just falls to his bosh, and it's it, it's said and done. Yeah. So.
0: Yeah, I've I've, yeah. I've, got, I've got to be honest. As I said, I um I do worry for them. Um, and obviously this is gonna be Messi's last World Cup. Um, and I wanted to ask your question or your opinion on something very quickly. Um, just what? about this because I know a lot of people they've talked about uh, Ronaldo versus Messi is the, the ongoing debate who's the better player now i a, a lot of or oh, messi has come under a lot of criticism for in terms of his international career for not winning a significant trophy now we know the Copper america yeah. is a massive tournament but would you say that holds the same level of prestigiousness as something like a world cup or your or a euros and now, uh, let me just clarify that further. Um, obviously, from we we watch uh, Europa League, Champions League, all that sort of stuff, and we see the best teams in Europe compete. I would be interested to see at a club level. I know we get like the the Club World Cup or whatever, but I would love to see a tournament where you get the best clubs in Europe versus the best clubs in South America. And uh, yeah, s- no sorry I'm I'm, I'm I'm getting my wires crossed here because the copper america is the the international it's basically the euros isn't it so uh, yeah. <laughs> again i was just about to say all right well just put it like the south america teams versus the european teams and i was like well that's the world cup oh <laughs> you mean world cup uh- <laughs> <laughs> i've just completely falling on my ass there um yeah, I, I, I would. I would like like to see that just a tournament between those two nations or the, those two continents because I would. I personally don't think that the Copper America would be as prestigious as the Euros. If that makes sense, that's that sounds really detrimental, um, really derogatory. Sorry, and I, I don't mean. That to sound like that because obviously South America have got, got some fantastic teams but I just think the European teams are better than the South American teams in my personal opinion
1: I think South America is a bit like the Spanish league uh, in, in the fact Brazil is Barcelona Argentina or Real Madrid or vice versa and Atletico Madrid or Uruguay hmm. um, occasionally Uruguay win something other than that it's Argentina, but most of the time it's Brazil that win. Um, I mean, there's only ever there been eight teams that have won the World Cup. Five of them were European, three of them were South American, and in that order, Brazil, Argentina, Uruguay. Um, it's <sighs> for for a a nation the size of Argentina. Compared to Portugal, um, I I think that they haven't performed as they should have done. And what I mean by that is they cheated their way to one of the World Cups, didn't they? Um, the old hand of God. Um but but in terms of um Ronaldo Messi on an international level. I think Ronaldo's done more for Portugal than Messi has done for Argentina. Hmm. Um, especially when you look at the the players that they've had around them. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, when you look at Portugal's squad, uh, going back, like who, who are the big names that, that they've had? They've had Ronaldo. All right. They had Pepe for a while in, at, at the back. Um, and Carvalho was probably the other the other big name that they had uh, a while ago. But when you look at Argentina and you go, oh, actually they had Mascherano, they had Messi, they had how uh, Tevez, Davala, uh, Tevez. It, like the 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 quality of players that that they've produced, um, I just feel like they're should've, they should have they should have done better. Aguero, do you know what I mean? Um, who was the who used to play for Manchester United at one point? Uh, the striker. Uh, what's his name? It's going to wind me up. It will come to me at some point. It will come to me. But yeah, I think, I think I think he 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 is he is by hook or by crook pulled Portugal through more games than Messi has, mm-hmm. and I think the quality of the squad have got. Argentina more wins than maybe Portugal. But I think in terms of overall uh impact I think Messi Messi uh is, oh, oh, Messi fucking hell Ronaldo is the better the better player.
0: Okay. Um right uh, moving on, this is literally going to be a very quick touch upon because we had a bit of a discussion last week in terms of Rangers I'd sacked uh, Giovanni Van Bronckhorst as manager of uh, Rangers, and there was a discussion about um, Gerard obviously being available and throwing his, his hat into the mix, whether he would be a good appointment or not. Um, and we have received confirmation that Mick Beal has been appointed the manager of Rangers um uh, to, just to quickly touch on that i think just to sum up what basically what we said last week is that my personal opinion was would have been a suicide for um for gerard to to go back because we see how quickly he moved on obviously given the opportunity of a premiership club didn't work, quite work out with aston villa and i think if an opportunity come up again and or if he got back to winning ways with rangers it would be um an easy decision for him to make to go, to go to another premiership club so um yeah that was uh, just to update people who were interested um next going on to the FA Cup draw so the FA Cup has been or the FA Cup ties the third round has been drawn this evening um just some obviously for for our perspectives um Arsenal are playing away to Oxford West Ham are at home to Brentford and one of the bigger ties from that particular draw was Man City versus Chelsea. Um, I asked you very quickly, before we come on to record this, uh, playing away to Brentford, what are your thoughts on that?
1: Um, I'm not confident in it. We we played Brentford, I think, just after you, um, when we return from the World Cup. Um, and I think... In terms of confidence, at the minute, I'm not confident we'll beat them. Um, it's it's one of those things. Never say never, uh, and and you'd hope to think we hit some sort of form soon. Um, but yeah, on on where we left off, the f- the feeling is low in the West Ham camp. I think we we're, we're not massive at the minute, and we're we're needing some. Well we we're needing some good performances and some, some confidence. And I think if, if we if we can if we can beat you and we beat Brentford after that, then that confidence may start flowing and very quickly because I think the game's not long after we go back, um, I think at that point we will then possibly beat them. But but on current form, I can't see it.
0: See, I'm I'm a little bit skeptical about the the um the game against Oxford because obviously we saw a a heavily rotated side against Brighton. Obviously, CS getting knocked out of the the League Cup in the very early stages, and I do fear that. Uh, sorry, uh, I thought you were telling me it's no, <laughs> I'm it. no, no, um...
1: trying to focus, me. Ken.
0: Yeah, obviously, with um, I think we'll take a, a very similar approach, paying uh, a much rotated squad squad for that particular fixture. Um, you'd like to think with uh, a team in a in the divisions below us, it should be an easy fixture. But obviously, we're going to be playing away; they're going to be up for it. And um, with obviously the position we're in in the league at the moment, um, I think it's going to be key to rest at our best or our first eleven, and
1: um, might see us go yeah. out of that here's a question for you would you quite happily lose that game if it meant you winning the premier league 100% would you throw, would you throw away any sort of like fa cup run just for that
0: if if it meant if i knew it was going to lead to us winning the league yeah i'd ha- i'd happily i'd throw in the the under 21s into <laughs> into the tournament yeah. do you know what i mean um but we we have seen some players, obviously, out with injuries at the moment, but could be back by the time the World Cup finishes. Um, we did see the return of Mohamed Elneny back into, uh, into the mix um, just before the break uh, as well. So I, I know we are going to have some players back. And to be honest, it might not be a bad thing because I think it's just after Christmas... Um, or yep. just just after the start of the new year that the, the FA Cup games are. so, And obviously with 10 players, I think you said, at uh, the, the start of the World Cup campaign that we have out on yep. uh, international duty, it may not be a bad thing to to play those um, that team to ensure that we've got the best squad yep. available for, for the Premier League. So um, yes, in answer to your question, I would 100% sacrifice it. But unfortunately with... The way the league is, you just don't know no. if it's worth sacrificing that tournament to to give us the, a fighting chance to win the league. Um, yeah. So yeah. Um, and another uh, another one I think is is quite a big fixture is Man United versus Everton again from from that draw. Um, and
1: the other one, the other one City, City Chelsea is also quite a yes. Well, potentially. Potentially a big draw.
0: Yes. Uh so yeah, that's um that's the round up. Obviously, please leave it in the uh, in the comments uh what you think is gonna happen in the FA Cup. Let us know your predictions um for those particular games if you want to. Where do you think if you're an Arsenal fan, where do you th- what yep. do you think is gonna happen? West Ham fan, uh City or Chelsea fan, give us a, a comment. Um let us know what you think. And speaking of predictions we are we are going to uh, just follow on to that. So we have been doing some predictions at the start of the the World Cup. We've been doing it through the league as well. You can see over Ian's left shoulder, I believe, uh, the coveted FIFA Day Trophy predictions trophy. Um, Ian is currently in uh, a whole the, the the current holder of the, the the trophy after an abysmal season that I had last year um yep and i'm I'm fighting for it i'm definitely fighting for it to to come back into this house um so obviously we'll touch very quickly on the predictions from last week we had uh predictions for england versus usa you had uh the usa down to win 3-2 i had 2-0 to england it was a nil-nil draw so no points for either of us uh, so the standings are as they are for the time being. Uh, Ian, you're currently on 27 points and I am on 29. Um, we are going to mix things up a bit this week. Um, obviously, there's the, a big group that we've already discussed uh, already in the World Cup. Um, but we'll, we'll come on to it first. The most important game, in, or Wales versus England. Um, Ian, do you want to give us your thoughts on this game?
1: i'm going for a Wales win um now I, I for the reasons i said earlier in the podcast um I, I did say earlier i put a little cheeky 50p bet on Wales winning 4-0 which returns 250 quid so hopefully that's the result i don't think it will be i'm gonna go for a 2-1 to wows okay
0: i'm gonna go slightly different on this um obviously you've you've mentioned it I think at length in um, in our breakdown of of the last game, so I I do think Wales are going to have a point to prove and, and want to have some bragging rights um, for this, but I think it's going to be a bit of a stalemate game again. I think not or neither team is going to want to lose and or, or not going to get humiliated. So
1: yeah,
0: I think if if we see the same team start. I think one one. If we see the same, sorry, if we see a more rotated team, I the team that um, myself and yourself mentioned, I think that would go on to a win. However, obviously based on your comments, um, what you mentioned about Gareth Southgate saying, I think I'm going to go for a one all draw on that one. Uh-huh. Right, leading on uh, a game we've already just spoken about, Poland versus Argentina.
1: What are your thoughts on that? I'm going to go 1-0 Poland. Okay. 11 I think that's going to be a low scorer.
0: I, I do agree. I think Poland are going to win. Um, I'm going to go slightly different. I'm going to go for 3-2 to Poland on that one. Uh, again, mm-hmm. Argentina definitely need to uh, come out all guns blazing on this one. But I think by doing that, they're going to leave themselves open. Um, Lewandowski is, is now got his World Cup account up and running. I think he's going to want to get some more goals. So, barring or failing any injuries, um, I think Poland are going to win this one. It, again, because it's going to be a bit of a brag and right for them uh, to to send Argentina out. Um, So, yeah, I've gone for 3-2 to Poland. And another couple of big games uh, in this particular group. So, we've got Spain versus Japan, uh, Germany versus Costa Rica. We'll start off with Spain versus Japan. Um, I'll go first on this one. So, uh, Spain, obviously, very, very comfortable win um, in the first game. And obviously, we see Japan beat Germany in the first game. Um, Spain uh, I think pretty much done I I know in fact this is one of those groups where I think where everyone can finish on four points Um, but I am going to go for I'm gonna go I'm gonna go Spain 3-1 on this one I think
1: yeah, I mean J- Japan impressed me against Germany. They have got some attacking intent around them. Although they're a are commentator's nightmare with the amount of Kims in their t- in their team. I think the back five are all named Kim, um, so so that that that's always interesting. But I am gonna go for a I'm gonna go one all on that game. Okay.
0: And that leaves us finally on Germany versus Costa Rica. Um, Germany need to win this one. Yep. Without a shadow of a doubt. Um, based on your theory, I think with them growing into... Am I gonna, yeah, I'm going to go down this route. Of them growing into the tournament, again, I think they've got a point to prove with a loss on their first game and a draw on their second game. Um, I am going to go for 2-1 to Germany in that one.
1: Fair enough. I, I'm I going to go another big scoreline here. I think Germany, this will be the game where they go, they they they, they show themselves. up. I'm going to go 4-0 for Germany. Yeah. Okay.
0: So there we go. There are, uh, they are our predictions for this uh, the third round of the World Cup. Obviously, Wales versus England. Just to recap, you've gone for 2-1. I've gone for 1-1. One, one. Poland and Argentina, you've gone 1-0. I've gone for 3-2. Spain versus Japan, you've gone 1-1. One, one, I've gone 3-1. And Germany versus Costa Rica, you've gone 4-0. I've gone for 2-1. Again, let us know what your thoughts are in the comments section below. Uh, i be interested to see what you guys think. Um, and I think... That is it from me. Ian, have you got anything else you want to mention?
1: No, not that, not yet. Okay. Not till Ronaldo signs a deal with with some club in Saudi Arabia.
0: Uh, he's gonna come to us, mate. He's um, gonna gonna sign on a free. Donate his wages to the Arsenal Foundation, and um, yeah, we're gonna win. Um, but, uh,
1: the the one, I will say the one thing I've read is allegedly he's been offered one point two million pounds a week. Just so time for a, a club in Saudi Arabia until he's 41, which is like another four years.
0: Jesus, that's disgusting.
1: sick yeah, Sickening. in, and there will be zero tax on that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, just a very, just a very quick World Cup update. Uh, Portugal are currently beating Uruguay in the uh Group H stage. Bruno Fernandes with the the goal, so they're currently up. And by the looks of it, really dominating that game as well. But um, yes, if you have made it this far into the video, thank you very much for sticking with us. Uh, as I said on n- numerous occasions, leave your um, leave your thoughts down in the, the comment section below. And um, if you have enjoyed it, please hit that like and subscribe button. It really helps us out. And uh, we will catch you on the next
1: video. Yes, we'll see you soon. Thanks very much. Ah.